Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Nathan Cox is with us, co-founder, CFO, Retirement Income Solutions. Nathan, thanks so much for being with us. How are you feeling about the economy overall? I mean, a lot of folks are putting that GDP print aside and there are concerns though about higher rates and recession in 2024. Yeah, it's good the markets are up today. Uh, I really think that this is excessive inflationary environment that is likely to be with us for a while. Um, I mean, the Fed is under extreme pressure to, to get this inflation tamped down. Um, and they've got a pretty good track record for slowing growth and decreasing demand historically, but a little bit of a less of a stellar record with, with doing so without uh, causing a recession. So the question is, will the Fed make a mistake and go too far? I mean, the I don't know. Fed, will they? Yeah. Well, the Fed has gone from a, a moderate stance of maybe a what 25 basis points, what they started out uh, saying maybe a couple months ago, to more a lot more aggressive, uh, 50 basis points, 75 basis points. But uh, I, I think it's really important to to look back at, at what, you know really what's causing this this inflationary environment in the first place. Do you think that with today's GDP print and the volatility, particularly the market sell-off that we saw earlier in the week, that the Fed may say, you know what, maybe we shouldn't do 50 basis points, let's just do 25? They very well could, but I, I, my opinion is I think that they're, they're gonna trudge ahead. I think that they're really right. under a lot of pressure. I think they're really under a lot of pressure, um, but you know, the question is, can they go it alone? Uh, I, I really think the Fed's going to need some help. I mean, we already had pre-COVID shortages. Uh, we had a lot of companies that were, you know, piling a lot of money into increased capacity because the economy was doing good. Uh, but, um, you know, with government policies in response to COVID changing, you know, I mean, there was tons of money that got poured into the, the system and, and money printing. Um, I mean, business and consumer behavioral and consumption patterns just changed on a dime. It, they just changed overnight. Uh, so, uh, you know, now there's a lot of pent-up demand that's caused, uh, that, or I should say has fueled consumption. So I think the Fed's going to need a little bit of help. Right. You talk about investors starting to bunker in. What does that mean? Well, I'm, we're seeing that, that investors are, you know, becoming more cautious. Uh, you know, they're, they're taking a lot of money off the table. I mean, we mainly deal with people preparing for retirement or they're in retirement. So they're a little bit more risk averse anyway, but, uh, but they seem to be bunkering in a little bit more. Uh, you know, the broader market indices, I, I think are going to face some tough headwinds in the longer term. Like I said, it's great that we're having some short, in my opinion, some short term bumps, which is good. Uh, but uh, but I, I expect the markets to be volatile for, for some time. I see. So when what do you say to folks when they when they look at different sectors? You have different sectors that you think might have more potential than others. Well, I really think it's just more of a process of elimination. I mean, there are areas that are just getting hammered. You know, dis the consumer discretionary, uh, communication, uh, financial services. You know, interest rates go up, the book value of, of these financial service sectors goes down. So those are some areas that are getting hit particularly hard. Uh, but there are sectors we like, such as, uh, you know, the energy sector. Um, now, I, I think there could be an argument made that some of the production energy sector may be a little bit overbought.
But uh, I, we like the maybe the supply side of that energy sector. Um, you know, the obvious stuff like consumer staples, which I, I think your your prior guest uh, stated as well. Uh, utilities, you know, are 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 a, are a good part of this a uh, good sector uh, for now. Understood. Okay, so you know, energy utilities; these are some of the areas that you do like. Which ones can you quickly filter out that you're just not touching right now? Well, like I said, healthcare. You know, healthcare has done very well. Um, like I said, there is an argument there that that once again, it's you know, healthcare is down a little bit, but it's still beating the broader markets. Uh, so you know, we're not not as keen on healthcare right now. But I think the the main point is is being more selective, um, you know, being more selective, focusing on individual positions in particular sectors, and and not taking a broader market approach to things. Right, and then when you're you're putting together portfolios for folks, um, what are some of the things that you're looking at at this point now? Well, like I said, you know, focusing on things that are have a little bit more quality to them. You know, something maybe some things with a dividend component. Um, like I said, be more selective, picking sectors that you know have a proven track record to to weather these types of environments. And so that would be things like such as what? Well, like I said, you know, the utility sector. Uh, I mean, right, utilities. Right. How about right? bonds? Are you into bonds? You know, uh, there there's a time and place for those. Uh, you know, there's. Bonds are a little bit of a tricky situation right now. Individual bonds, in in particular, because of the the pricing, um, you know, interest rates uh, are, are still particularly low in those areas. So, no, not not so much right now. Understood. Nathan Cox, nice to see you. Thank you, Nathan Cox, co-founder, CFO, Retirement Income Solutions. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you.